It's the clearest of nights when the stars shine underneath the glow of the moon. That you realize that feeling inside of you exists. That there's more to life than the way you have been living it. If only a flicker of light that reminds you of the truth that burns inside of you. We all exist and come from the same seven stars that make up the me, the we, and, and the, the us. us. We are the road to remind you of this and hold your hand as you walk home. Well, hopefully you guys have all recovered from the from the last podcast that was just put out, you know, the, the 2023 energy. When we finished that podcast, um, we were like, I'm like, where did I go? Where did I go? Coco was at the front of a ship with her fucking eyeglass looking out being like, this is where we're going. <laughs> Me and Alexia are on the freaking, like, what are these go. called? The, the sails. The sails. And Skylar's at the wheel just like, we're yeah, good. And I just keep looking at Skylar. And then when I got done, I'm like, where did where did I go? Where did we come from? What yeah. just happened? So hopefully you guys are all recovered. And if you listen to that back and back, well, here you are back in the sailboat. With good us. job. <laughs> So this episode, we are going to talk about the current energy. We are going to talk about um, everything that's kind of taking place and help you help you navigate that. So right off the hop, I'm just going to read the January energy report and we're going to go in with that. So there is a jar and it is right in front of you. It's been here this whole time. It's this month you will see clearly within yourself the suffocation of the jar or the ease of the lid being off. Both do not at once um, exist because of something outside of you, but rather a radical reality experience and truth of you with you. You can imagine and perhaps see if we scroll all the way back to this time, end of 2019, beginning of 2020. If you reflect Unknown to you, you could say that you were the seed or the growing caterpillar in the jar. All the choices, changes, experiences exist inside the jar. There were those, especially us here, who put our hands into the jar and helped you. Explain the truth, the golden nuggets, and helped you navigate the realization, acceptance, and trauma of being in the jar. For many, the jar was so comfortable, it was all they knew. The pressure was intense inside the jar a lot of times. Perhaps you couldn't and didn't know how to make choices for yourself, but rather than what the jar said to you. But it was here inside the jar that you began to wiggle and move and felt experiences that radically changed everything about you. But as you have the journey of leaving the jar goes, many times when you get to the space where you actually have to do something about being in the jar, they will look, they will have to look within, they will have to make choices that will not be what the jar has developed for its world. The push and pull pushes the caterpillar of the back into its, back into its cocoon. It's wash, rinse, repeat, back to the same cycles, patterns, and habits all over again. But perhaps with some better awareness or understanding or some words, and that's wonderful and needed, but it stays here. And even though the lid is off, many will experience it right away. This month, the exact repeated cycles, narrations, doubts, spiritual ego, and talent cell that they have felt back then, and truly any other time when the jar suffocated you and you denied that it was there. This is really hard energy. 
It's what is labeled the storm in the sense. It's a fight. It's a denial. It's a questioning. And you will see ants coming into your jar trying to poke you and make you doubt everything about yourself, your choices in your life. And if you cannot accept and see the choices that have and will keep you in the jar. It's like the world of the jar will have a heyday with you this month. If you really don't look within, if you doubt yourself, setting the tone and the journey of this year. And this, of course, can and will change to the absolutely best moments if you let yourself be real and say, what the fuck can be worse than this? Happiness, true happiness, not the fluff of your cell and tell or external things, but that peace in your head and in your wounds that allows you to live like smooth whipped butter rather than that two-month-old half-cut block of metal wrap butter hard broken chunky but dressed in beautiful wrapping saying all the words but actually the opposite of what it feels like to actually just be it's here the denial of truth creates the experience within oneself and the storm of the jar intensifies now to slow for experiences to choose and then the lid is off and let's be frank the opposite of being in the jar is sitting on the rim on top this space you're breathing you're getting solid you're understanding yourself and what it's like to live outside the jar you're getting uncomfortable you're trusting yourself you're speaking and facing your wounds you're doing it without having to say it because it's felt You feel the wind at your back, not suffocating you. You're really working on ease versus sell and tell. But most of all, you are feeling a pivot from everything being outside of you, looking to be saved, looking to pick and choose and not take accountability and accepting and melting into exactly where you are. And that is a whole new world, a space. And it is here that you finally realize the pivot has always been you with you. For the entire month, you will feel the effects of the jar if you refuse to see and do something about where you actually are. I love that one too. (laughs) And that one was downloaded um, on the 6th. So even, what, five days since that's been downloaded? That even feels different and we have have a lot to share with that. Mm -hmm. So let's dig in. Well, all that was coming to me was there's a very thick illusion while you're in the jar Mm -hmm. of control because you can control your environment while you're in the jar yes which is like selling it the four walls exactly like selling and telling to yourself well i can control my environment so like all is good but then when you plop out of the jar and you start venturing outside of that Mm -hmm. you can't control anything well what's coming to me is you where you dyed your hair red. Yes. And you came you came back after that and you go, in what fucking world did I think I was doing it with my black clothes, my black fucking hair, mm-hmm. because I had like hand tattoos. Yeah. But when you walked and felt the narrations of the red hair mm-hmm. and the uncomfortability of that, you no longer were stuck in the control of the jar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I was like, holy shit, everybody can see me, everybody can see me. And then the actual legitimate narrations came on that I could work through. Mm -hmm. 
the biggest thing with control in this jar is comfort, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's like you can sell and tell to yourself that being in the jar, you have things under control mm-hmm. or you're facing, you know, a new leaf that's fallen in mm-hmm. or whatever it is, right? But realistically, that environment is comfortable to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so are the stories and how you operate in the and jar. So are, it's the pa- known. so are the patterns and habits. Mm-hmm. So the telltale sign that you're in the jar is you want to control. Mm-hmm. Um, you have extreme like just life patterns and habits from the time you go to bed um what you eat is your food you know like all these like small things that you don't even realize that you have and operate from that habit and that pattern Mm -hmm. pattern um you have deep fears in the jar Mm -hmm. deep Mm -hmm. fears Mm -hmm. you are scared of, of doing something wrong of um, getting in trouble of you know not li- not doing what the jar wants you to do mm-hmm. so you really have narrations about mm-hmm. density about mm-hmm. the jar of of And here's the thing also is if you're in the jar, you're likely not even aware of your narrations because you've been so shut off Mm -hmm. because you're used to the environment and the sell and tell that exists within it. Yeah. -hmm. I have two, uh, what's metaphors that I'd kind of like to share. Uh, let's start off with, with a jar analogy. Just like, just that basic structure. If you were to go like in a, like in a, a, the jar I'm associating with like a sensory deprivation chamber. So if you don't have access to one of them, go into your bathroom, turn the lights off, and put a towel underneath the bottom of the door. It's black as fuck. Congratulations. Welcome to the jar. Yeah. You can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. But guess what? You can make anything with your mind. Yeah. So you can create Woo! You can create walls. You can create fucking distance. You can create whatever because it's dark. An identity. Yes. Exactly, because it's dark. <clears throat> and the other analogy that I'd like to throw out is... As primal beings, at one point in time, what scares us is not what we can see. It's what's sitting in the darkness. What's beyond the campfire light. Because I can remember sitting up at the cabin and be like, wow, like, it's really cool. And like, I would love to go walking the night, but you can't see fucking nothing. (laughs) Especially once you get away from, from the light. And that is literally probably, I mean, we're in the middle of like cabins that's the story that's in my head mm-hmm. that's the story that's in your head mm-hmm. that is a really good example of what this jar is you're sitting in the dark just creating things mm-hmm. telling yourself you're doing it because you're quote manifesting unquote <laughs> sorry you can't yeah. see finger quotes yeah. in a podcast mm-hmm. that i really feel like takes the the whole design of the jar to a whole nother level when you realize you're just sitting in the dark trying to create your own world Mm -hmm. and saying you're doing the work yeah and then getting out a journal and scribbling in the dark and and here's the thing Mm -hmm. to build off of what you said why would somebody want to leave a space where they can make up anything within it yes Mm -hmm. right so you can be whoever you want how how energetic is that when i can create my own world (laughs) Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. but it's not it's not the truth of things Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a false wow. reality that you're creating. It's wow. not an actual manifestation. Mm-hmm. And I love that so much because we've had lots of discussion about, um, you know, the flip, the flip into the new world where we don't have marketing, right? You put out information, you embody a state of being, and it's a whole thing. And you just have to pop onto social media to see this example of the jar that he's talking about. It's like 
Um, we, we just talked about this the other day. I've said this for years. The sign of a happy relationship and a true, like, purposeful relationship is no sign of it all mm-hmm. on social media. Mm-hmm. And you know from people, you can feel it, that there's some turbulent waters there when they're trying to create a reality in the bathroom in the dark. Control a narrative. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or, you know, look at influencers, look at bloggers, look at that whole industry. It's like... I know that from coming from my contrast life. Mm-hmm. It's like I was perceived a certain way because I built that image mm-hmm. of, you know, empowering women, all that stuff. But I was the fucking biggest motherfucking turd alive. But unless you actually knew me, you would have thought that I was like this like high living multimillionaire fucking living her best life. Mm-hmm. No, I, I told and sold in the jar. Well, and when, when you sell yourself on your social media, it then helps you to buy into what you're selling yes. yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which, I believe I, I told myself that because I was standing in front of a mirror with my bathing suit and talking about my body that I was actually fucking loving my body. Mm-hmm. But then this morning when I uh, like, and this is real time, we have a new uh, bed in this Airbnb with mirrors at the end of the bed. And I sat down and I'm looking at my body and I'm like, God damn, wow, we've changed in the last few years, laughing and giggling at myself, noticing the difference of the talent cell mm-hmm. in the bathing suit and then putting on tight leggings and a crop top and loving where I'm at. And then I noticed, witnessed myself when I was like sweeping the vacuuming the floor being like, and what do you want to do about it, Coco? Like, this is mm-hmm. who you are. And I laughed and chuckled how I would have never at that tell and sell version of myself in the jar wore what I'm wearing today. Mm-hmm. And because people don't feel, yeah. it's like you can be whoever you exactly. want at that face value. You can post that bathing suit photo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then people, you get all of a sudden get wrapped up in the likes or whatever mm-hmm. it is to validate the story that you're yes. living in. Well, and this whole segue of this imagery that Skylar is presenting itself, if we use social media as an example... Then when you're in the jar and you go and look at, you know, Becca in her bathing suit, then you go and vomit on everyone else because you're so fucking pinged by Becca in the bathing suit. So then you go and fucking gaslight or dump or project onto someone else. And that is the 2023 energy of the spiritual ego Mm -hmm. because it's just a whole clusterfuck of fucking energy happening right now. So when we're talking about this jar that Skylar's imagery really brought on, it's like, how do you fucking get out of this? It's you with you. Like it's never been before, you know? And there's a real different tone to the energy right off the hop and you feel it. Because in previous years, it was like, okay, well, you know, what are you doing? Are you cleaning up your life? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? We had a lot of external focused through those layers throughout the years. But right off the hop, the difference of the energy now is like, fuck this shit. It's fucking you with you. Fucking let's get fucking down to business where it was that kind of like, you know, patting on the shoulder being Mm -hmm. like, Hey, clean this up, do this. You know, how do you feel around your family or how do you feel around your friends now? Right off the hop, it's like, you're in the jar. What are you going to do about it? Cool. There's all that other awareness, but it's you with you right off the hop. And it's like the spotlight that you can't well, you can't, it's, it's the meat and potatoes yes, you can't of you. Run now. No, there's no easing into shit anymore. No. It yeah. just is. Yes. Mm. You have shit, you deal with shit, and yeah. on you go. Yes. Oh, I was going to say there's some easing into shit. <laughs> <laughs> as we move well, on to the next one. Because as you remove yourself from the jar, mm-hmm. it's not going to be maybe necessarily a clean break. So this, no. Mm-hmm. But, so, that, <laughs> so you're kind of going to go back and forth between being in the jar 
and being outside of the jar. Or trying to get even to the top mm-hmm. of the or jar. Or even trying to get to the top of the jar. But mm-hmm. it's just that. And now I'm not saying it's okay to be in to be to remove yourself from the jar and go back in. I'm not saying that that's okay. I'm simply saying you have to have that awareness. Yeah. Of right now, yes, I'm in a jar and I'm in that dark spot or whatever. I'm back into my old patterns. I am aware of that. I'm now choosing something different. Yes, and that choosing something different doesn't come from save me. Or it, trying. Yes. Like there's a like there's a difference between you having to put effort into the layers and the work versus trying and forcing and mm-hmm. the sell and tell that comes with that. Mm-hmm. Because in order to get to the top of the jar, you're not actively forcing yourself to get up there. Yeah. So, <laughs> <what is> your- <laughs> so the other day there was something going on with the building and we all got kind of mm-hmm. kicked outside. And we we're trying to come back up and we didn't have our key fob for the building. So we're like, hey, we'll just like take the stairs because we could get in through the stairs. So I got someone to follow me into the stairs and I grabbed the door handle oh, yeah. and I am literally like reefing on reefing it. Reefing on this door reefing. handle. I am pulling. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I don't get it. I can feel like the wind coming around the back of the door, pushing it open. I'm like, this should be easy. Like there's so much air pressure behind it. But I'm literally like pulling so hard my feet are sliding on the floor. I'm like, okay, I guess we're not going through the stairs. Like this is this is fucking weird. I don't know what the Hard. fuck is going on. I'm like, mm-hmm. none of this makes any fucking sense at all. The guy's like, well, do you want me to try and like fob it again? I said, yeah, just fob again because I just want to see something. So he fobbed it again and I literally pushed in and out and the door popped open like I could have done it with two fingers. Wow. <laughs> That's Real time yeah. example. Yeah. Yeah. Real time. Mm-hmm. So it's like to get out of the jar, how I really got to make that clear, it has to be... Um, a deep desire to want to change and take responsibility for one's life. Mm-hmm. You can't keep blaming. blaming. You can't keep saying Coco says. You can't keep saying, you know, save me. It's like living in the gray. You can't live in the gray. Like the jar is just facts. It's straightforward. It is what it is. And, you know, that's the energy as a whole. And there's a lot of people. Um, in the world as a whole that are sitting at the bottom of the jar. There's lots of people that, you know, were maybe a few inches up to get outside the jar and they've now pushed themselves back down. And it's that heavy self-sabotage energy. Mm-hmm. You know, we heard this in session <clears throat> yesterday and I'm calling it out right now. The whole fucking story that you tell yourself that you need to go through this pain or you need to have this experience because that's part of your journey is you literally pushing yourself back in the jar. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole language of like, oh, I can hear Alexia's example. I can hear Coco's example. I can hear Skylar's example. But I need to have this whole hard fucking thing. And what I've been saying to people, and it's a theme because this is them pushing themselves mm-hmm. back to the jar, mm-hmm. is, is what I've been saying to people is here's the thing. When, we, when I do these energy reports, it's the weather. And that goes back to the early days of the podcast. Take it or leave it. I don't give a flying fuck, but I'm giving you the goddamn fucking weather report. So when you want to see how your month could have the wind against your back and you can fucking have the ease of your layers, listen to the energy report and apply it to yourself. And it's like, you don't, if you want to go fucking, you know, fishing and a fucking storm is coming, you don't go out fishing. It's that's the same as these reports. Mm -hmm. It's the same goddamn thing. So I said this to this person in session and I said, here's the thing. 
I said I clung for three fucking years. I didn't know what a goddamn energy report was. I was a fucking nut job. I said the difference between me and you is, is I'm giving you the goddamn cheat codes. Mm-hmm. The cheat codes. And you're saying, well, thanks for the cheat codes, but I'm, I got to have a harder experience. I got to really go through this. Who's talking there? Is that the light of you or the fucking spiritual ego of you? Who's feeding that narration? Well, and when you when you continue to say, I'm going to, you know, I just need to have the experience, da, 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 you're looking for a different outcome. Mm-hmm. Because, well, because you don't want to face the Boom. fucking truth Boom. and the reality inside of you. Mm-hmm. So whether you're looking at a relationship, whether you're looking at a marriage, a friendship, a job. Yeah, and, and, and part of this jar energy, and this is another example, I was having a conversation with, with someone and, um, and it was talking about sickness and disease. And, you know, they had been fully um, reversed in what I call the Earth 2 frequency, and, but they're living in Earth 1. And I'm like, what, what is it that I can say to you? Because, cool, you're going to have to go to the, the hospital. You're going to have to go and fucking be treated within the frequency that you're living in. If you want to have that state of being, a full reversal of health, of happiness, all internally, you have to make the choice to live within that state of being. And sustain it. And sustain it. And that is just the goddamn facts. And there's no more like the dilly dabbling and the half and half. Yeah, you can't. And if you're somebody who has had um, a huge reversal with us in, in yourself, you cannot go back to earth one and think that it's going to exist there. It does not happen that way. Mm -hmm. That is a whole different world. So yes, you're going to have to go and have the treatments, the pills, the everything that earth one fucking sustains. Mm -hmm. It's a whole different planetary frequency and world now. And so if you're in the jar, you're in earth one. Cool. Your ego could be like, oh, I'm stuck there. This is my life. No, it's a goddamn choice at this point. Mm-hmm. It's a choice and it's a continued choice. And you are in what I will explain as the reset energy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when we came into the beginning of this year, right away off the hop, it's kind of my my favorite line that um, came to me last year was the floor is dropped. Didn't know what the fuck any of that meant until right basically right now, which is that is a full fucking reset. So when I talked in the 2023 energy about whatever you did last January to June, it was to help you navigate this reset right now. Okay, so when you look at your life, what patterns and habits are showing up as the same and what the fuck are you going to do about it? Period. And we are going to give an example of this or I'm going to give an example of this, how we can explain it in our own world. So when I first stepped into Coco, I did nights with Coco and anybody and their dog could come and have a session and there was really no boundaries, no care, no anything. I also had somebody who managed me at that time, unknown to me, it all had to unfold the way it did. But that person really showed me what I'm not and what this world is not because it was a circus act of let's sell cocoa and have all the sessions we can have because that person quote unquote in 3D was like a manager that took a cut. So I had to have that whole fucking journey of just letting that fucking unfold. 
And so when Alexia came on grid and me and her were doing sessions, it was the summer of 2021 when all of a sudden I got asked of me to close what we call the doors. At that time, the level of people that I was seeing, the output that I was doing, all so realistically money could be made by my manager. Let's call it what it was because it wasn't me doing the bookings or even really giving a fuck about guide readings and all this stuff. I shut the doors. It was fucking scary because it was always like, this is not about money. This is not about, you know, anything like that. Quantity but quantity. But it's like Alexi and I also had to learn. Mm-hmm. And we also had to see the spiritual ego and the reason why we have fell every time before. Because people come in and they see like a golden ticket, you know, they see the limo. It's what I said about my old life. They see, Mm -hmm. I can get in the limo. I can, you know, drive in this limo and there's a game there. Okay. Period. So we close the doors. So then for the last year and a half, we've been really, really steadfast taking people on, helping people with pure intent, um, really feeling into it, but also like, not letting people come if if they didn't want it, if it mm-hmm. was that that tell and sell mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. But we still kind of had that tinge of, you know, we're here to help you, you know, we'll do payments, whatever you need, like kind of just lack of better words, you know, walk all over our rug with your muddy boots mm-hmm. and don't worry, we'll vacuum it. That's mm-hmm. been the energy, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. For me specifically as well, yeah. I've let people just fucking walk all over me. So here we are in the jar energy and yesterday Alexia had an intake person who she had already had a session with and you know they just really don't know what the fuck this is and granted it's my responsibility to now code that and get the information out there but then you and I had a conversation which took a whole segue and I'm sharing all this because this is an example of everyone else's life and Alexia said to me what the fuck are we doing here? This is just me. You said this for mm-hmm. your own words. Mm-hmm. Me gritting back into what Oakview was. Mm-hmm. And that literally is those type of choice points that change the trajectory of your own personal reset. So we also had somebody who was really strong in emails, like telling and selling and wanted a payment plan and we weren't giving it to them. And they literally just chose that this work isn't for them. And Skylar heard the email and he's like, so all that happened because you wouldn't give them what they wanted. And we're like, yes, we're doing things differently. Mm -hmm. Okay. That is a prime example for all of you of what are you doing differently. So we're showing our world where we're seeing the same habits, patterns, conversations, the way people want to fucking dictate, direct, save me, all that stuff. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. We're seeing the same energy here. Wait, wait, wait. We're seeing the same shit here. What are we going to do differently? And we've been sitting and feeling with it. And in the last like three days alone, we have redirected our boat totally into the reset of what of the new versus the repetitive pattern of the old. Mm -hmm. Well, and I feel like it goes back to that very basic question. What do you want versus what do you need? So Mm -hmm. all just from what I see on the back end of things is what do you want in the email versus what are you going to get back is what you need or what you're not getting back 
is what you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So sitting with that. So are you getting Skylar's a response? Like, are you not getting a response? <laughs> right. But no, but that person who said, I want these sessions. If you float me, that was what they wanted. Mm-hmm. But then what they needed was the response that they got, which was no, you have a choice. Yes. The sessions are no to the session and in full payments to hold that person accountable. Mm-hmm. That was what they needed, and yeah, because it's a repetitive they get... pattern, exactly. and we're breaking those loops. Yes. So even so, in that moment, through emails or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's that it's the choice within yourself. Do you keep that same loop going? Are you on the conveyor belt? Do you keep circling and circling yes. and circling? We got great imagery in a session yesterday yeah. where it's a car wash, mm-hmm. and so you're going through this car wash, and then. It's like literally, are you resetting yourself to go straight out the car wash? Or are you turning left and doing the loop all the way back into the car wash again? Around the building. And that's the reset energy. And mm-hmm. we're in 30 days of it. And quite frankly, a lot of people are fucking choosing the, the roundabout in the car wash because they're like, oh my God, going straight is way too fucking easy. Mm-hmm. Or this is way too mm-hmm. uncomfortable. You know, getting drunk, fucking doing all the things. That's easy for me. Self-sabotage mm-hmm. is easy for mm-hmm. me. Well, and, and to build off of that from the session and I feel like this plays into it is the only reason you keep looping around the car wash is the stories you tell yourself yeah and we said to this person the stories are expired mm-hmm. like throw that story away yes. stop mm-hmm. grabbing for it in the fridge or letting it sit there and fester yeah. and then you know it's just that thing that you opt to yes. no take that and put it away well, like that's mm-hmm. the responsibility piece because here's and here's calling out a story right here in real time is it's like you know, I've always said I'd rather have one person and fucking live with 10 people to pay my rent or whatever it needs to be than fucking have, you know, 100 people who are who, are, who don't want it, who mm-hmm. want us to be Reiki for them, who don't mm-hmm. want to change their life. And in real time, my narration could be is like, oh, my God, like if I shut the doors, if I don't let this person come or do whatever, then all of the sudden I'm not going to be able to pay my rent and I'm on an Airbnb journey or whatever. And right away, I'm like, old fucking story. I'm not even going to entertain that Mm -hmm. because that is so the opposite of the integrity of the light that I would allow one fucking decision to keep me going in the same old path when there's a whole entire reset Mm -hmm. to the right. Mm -hmm. Yes. I just have like two analogies that I kind of want to share since we're relatively close to it still uh the first one is with the car wash yeah people go through the car wash we went through this the other day it's like oh my god the lights the foam yeah. the colors this is so neat and then you pull out and what do they do oh well that was fun i enjoyed that yeah i i need to drive through a puddle so i can turn around and go do that back. again yeah, yeah. That that's is the pattern. That, that's the pattern. That is the pattern mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, like I washed my car. That was great. Yeah. Now I'm going to drive around town. I'm going to get a little bit dirty. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's the, a different choice. Mm-hmm. And here's something that was popping into my head when I was listening to you guys talk is sailing. Yeah. Now, I, for one, have always assumed sailing is like shortest route, point A, point B. You put your sails up, boom, we're driving straight across the ocean, Right. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm, sure that's how, I'm sure that's what lots of I'm you guys I'm like, wow, think. that's not what you do? <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. Because the wind doesn't necessarily blow the direction you need to go. Yeah. So what you need to do is you need to like... Maneuver the sails. Maneuver the sails. So sometimes you have to go really far to the left mm-hmm. to go straight. Mm-hmm. Because then you have, when the wind changes again, then you come all the way back to the right... 
you're never really drawing a straight line. You're essentially doing a zigzag to get to where you're going. Love that. It is not a straight drive down the number one highway in Canada between no. Sask or between Regina and Calgary, mm-hmm. where it's like, holy fuck, I haven't turned in three fucking hours. Mm-hmm. You have to take those zigzags. You have to take those jogs because you are at, I don't want to say at privy to the wind, but you're aware of which direction the wind is blowing mm-hmm. and you're allowing yourself to go with the ease of going with the wind rather than fighting the wind to try and stay on a straight course. Well, you're okay with navigating the weather that presents. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, this energy, for a prime example. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. When I was going through it, my God, I would look at somebody's energy report and I'd be like, oh my God, (laughs) she's saying the jar exists. I'm fucked i'm so fucked i'm in the jar and then i would fucking like try so hard cling to the side of the jar hold to the jar and be like god somebody save me tell me oh my Mm -hmm. god i'm gonna go search Mm -hmm. for somebody else's report Mm -hmm. and see if they're gonna tell me about getting out of the jar and then i would search and search and search and then somebody be like love and light the moon did this and i'm like I'm saved. I'm good. <laughs> I'm fucking good. I'm good. I'm good. And th- and that, what I'm explaining right now, is that fight that a lot of people are having because you have to get out of that energy mm-hmm. and go into the responsibility, that word, my favorite word mm-hmm. of 2023, of why, where you are and why you are and what can you do about it. Because I feel like we can all sit here right now. And so here's a, here's a contrast for you. All four of us right now are not in the jar. Even Alexia. She's not in the fucking jar. She could probably sit here being like, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure, Coco? Because she's had a journey to get here over the last, you know, eight months. But she's not in the fucking jar. Okay? When you get outside the jar and you live where, where we are, we read this energy report and we feel it. And what happens when you get outside of the jar, you're like, yeah, I'm outside of the jar. But you own that you're outside of the jar and there's a responsibility of what it means to live outside the jar now. Is it's like, okay, wow, this is an unbelievable energy report. We see where your other people are in the jar, X, Y, and Z. But we're out of the jar. So don't you for a second think that we're not looking at ourselves being like, what does it take to continue to live outside the jar? It doesn't just fucking end because you are outside the jar. So when we read our energy reports, Let's be, we'll be frank, 99% of the time, we're not with you. We're not in the same place as majority of people. That's why we're on this podcast. That's why I mentor. But don't you think it stops? Because we're outside the jar and we have a different level of fucking responsibility than 99% of you guys listening to us. Mm -hmm. So you really need to understand that because as you navigate out this jar and you have your whole, oh my God, all this stuff, let me tell you, it gets deeper, it gets thicker, and it gets more ruthless when you read an energy report and you're literally not it. Mm -hmm. Well, and the imagery that's coming to me right now, and please bear with me. So... If you were to imagine, so we are outside of this jar. It's mm-hmm. there's an acceptance there, and there there is a like um, a slow flow 
do yep. it. Okay. Yep. And then all of the sudden with that responsibility, you see that there's a mountain <laughs> yep. outside of this jar yep. and we're like, okay, great. There's a backpack here. I need to fill my backpack. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take my time, get all my ropes, put on my fucking hiking boots and you quote unquote, set yourself up for success. But then there's the people who are like, holy fuck, get me out of this jar. And the second that they Mm -hmm. breathe that air, they fucking run for the goddamn hills with no backpack, with nothing. And their feet are fucking Mm -hmm. bleeding. Why is this hard? My God. And then they look back and they're like, well, they're still at the bottom of the mountain, like setting themselves up. It's like the tortoise and the fucking hare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know I what I mean? I love this imagery because yeah. it builds on what I just said. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like we're sitting here and we know the respect and the the ruthlessness, the responsibility mm-hmm. and state of being it takes to be outside of the jar mm-hmm. and the journey it took to get outside of the jar. Mm-hmm. So we don't take that fucking lightly. Mm-hmm. But we're sitting here and everything that we do is the minutes and the hours and the pause and the feeling versus that race to get outside the jar. Mm-hmm. And Beck is hitting the nail on the head because when you read these energy reports and right off the fucking hop, you want to be somewhere you're not. Mm-hmm. And you have this illusion and this delusion about what that looks like and what that feels like. Yes, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am not going to lie. I would say all of us have an ease and a level of understanding within ourselves that has never prior existed to this point. For fuck's sakes, me, Beck, and Skylar just got a $1,000 free Airbnb with no rhyme or fucking reason. Mm -hmm. But why did that happen for us? Because we ruthlessly... take the action to live outside of the jar and don't make any excuses or delusion or illusion about where we're at. And sometimes the choices that you make to stay outside of the jar aren't necessarily comfortable. No, they're not. You know? well, when we were potentially fucking banned as partiers at Airbnb, yeah. and yeah. there was a whole fucking two days of being like, "What the fuck?" Like mm-hmm. we actually, you know, I could feel my stuff coming, and 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 Skylar looked at me, and he's like, "It's interesting to watch you because it was go- it was compact, it was pushing me, but it wasn't becoming me. Whereas mm-hmm. previously, it would have become me. Well, I would have went into compression. Exactly, I would have went into planning. I would have done all that stuff. But it's a but full- I didn't go back into the jar. But it's full time awareness to not let it become exactly you. to that's, go back into the jar and that's the outs that's what happens when you step outside of the jar mm-hmm. is you yeah. see so easily how the jar can come back in yes or yes come back into you. yes well, that's what i'm saying and yeah. people have this like bypass we'll say or whatever it is that the second they get outside of the jar they're good yeah but you can plummet yourself back in if you don't continue to take the responsibility well, and that's what i just said did yeah. i not where i was like it's actually fucking um, more ruthless and more um, consuming, I guess, of the word I was to be outside of the jar because the pivot is this just becomes your life mm-hmm. and there is no options at all to go back to the old life and mm-hmm. watching Alexia and even Skylar on that journey, you know, Skylar has had a whole overhaul and is really, really figuring out who he is. And I notice how in the mornings he's taking that extra time to do his hair, to find what, you know, to love on himself basically. And then the other day I taught him my skincare products with my luxury skin care products. Cause I'm like, it's time for you to start like taking care of yourself in that aspect. And I'm noticing, seen that that's now his responsibility outside of the jar being like okay I love to put this sweater on and wear these pants even though I'm I'm walking the dog because the second that he allows one slip 
of that to surmount to a next day, to a next day, to a next day, he could easily go back into the jar mm. until it becomes a state of being. I just want to expand on, on the one slip. Yes. The one slip is when you become unconscious to mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. If you are yeah, consciously choosing, yeah, because um, there's some days I go to the pool and I go swimming. So some days I don't do my hair, but that's a conscious choice well right but now then, you're wearing the old sweatpants that are old you. yeah but mm-hmm. then like when i go to the pool i have my hair products and stuff there to comb my hair after i'm done swimming mm-hmm. so i've consciously chosen not to yes. do my hair yes but to do it later well and the sweat rather than just like well you have the tools in your backpack exactly yes that's what i'm saying yeah, I'm, do, I'm doing it later but i'm not just like no i'm not doing my hair because i'm going swimming and then i go all day with just like messy undone hair mm-hmm. yeah which back in the day I would have. Yes, or these these pants that he bought for hip hop, they remind me of old him so much. But even when I brought it up this morning, I'm like, okay, the sweater looks good, pants. And he's like, yeah, he's aware of them. After we're recording, perhaps he'll change whatever the case may be. But that's a really key point that happens with life outside of the jar. So as you're climbing out of this jar, you're building that awareness and that consciousness mm-hmm. to those patterns and to those habits so that when you live outside of the jar, that awareness just fucking is. Mm-hmm. And the slips, when they happen, they're very, very noticeable, especially when you live around people who live outside the jar. Because Alexia well, I can gets hammered. Give, <laughs> I can even give better examples. It's yeah. like I've been wearing a hoodie or a bunny hug, whatever, yeah. whichever part of the world you're from, mm-hmm. um, for years. Yeah. It was very much a comfort zone. And the last three months... I just been like, I just don't want to fucking wear mm-hmm. a hooded sweatshirt anymore. I'm mm-hmm. just fucking sick and tired of how it, it makes feels. You feel, yeah. But the weather's been cold, mm-hmm. so I've been putting it on and like layering underneath jackets that way mm-hmm. I can stay warm. But then when I come back, I'm like, why am I still wearing this fucking hoodie? I fucking hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm taking it off. Mm-hmm. And then, but then been, you took the action to buy this beautiful, to buy some beautiful sweaters yeah, that you're wearing now because I want to wear something. I want to be able to layer something, but it's not a hoodie anymore. So yes. Like, I fucking just want a cardigan because lots of times it's not, you know, the big jacket. It's too warm for the big jacket. And the only thing I have is a hoodie. So let's get with a cardigan so that way then I can fucking wear what I want to wear that make me feel better and I can enjoy my walk. Yeah, embody who you are. And the baseline yeah. is feeling better. Mm-hmm. Feeling, feeling like you. Yes. Yeah. It's not about the fucking the hoodie and yeah. the sweater. It's about the feeling that they mm-hmm. invoke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the biggest thing when we hear and what we've already been witnessing, you know, what 10 days into the new year is the victim and the self-sabotage that people have about themselves about being in the jar and all i can say about it is you're doing it to yourself Mm -hmm. okay you're creating that storm you're feeding that narration you're lying to yourself and every single person right now listening could get themselves out of the jar or towards the top in this energy no question. Easily. Especially if you've been doing the work. Especially if you've been in our world, there is no reason. Absolutely no reason. No reason. Whether you're on the light clinic side, whether you're on the mentoring side with me, there is no reason why you should not be close to the top or sitting on top or on your way to jump off the jar. There is absolutely no reason. Mm-hmm. If you are not up on that top part, especially if you're doing the work over here, uh, yourself creating this and you are moving into the same wash rinse repeat Mm -hmm. cycle of the life you've already fucking lived Well, because you're delusional to yourself yes Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. and waiting for that 
that next energy report that can save you. Mm-hmm. You know, your old Coco. And choosing mm-hmm. to be ignorant. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like choosing to be ignorant mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. Choosing. Mm-hmm. And so this reset, when this locks in, the only way I can ex- explain it, because, you know, Becca um, dealt with this in my body, because what happens in our world, and I guess I should kind of explain a little bit of this, is usually what happens with catalytic energy switches, we'll call them, is it presents in my body ahead of time and I basically birth it out and we see it mm-hmm. and then it happens into density. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we saw the yes. lock-in energy probably around the 21st of December mm-hmm. and it's gonna send your wounds. It's gonna put you into that state of the storm. Mm-hmm. And it's not something to scare you. It's something to fucking wake you up. Mm-hmm. And you'll have your experience however you have to have it. But this podcast has always been the truth. And if it's pinging you, if it sends you, if you are glazing over and you don't want to fucking hear it, it says it says the truth to you. Or well, if you're telling yourself you're excited but you're terrified. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the things that you're avoiding are the things that are going to get louder and louder yeah. and louder and louder mm-hmm. and louder. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're here, as long as you're receiving mentoring, as long as you're coming for body sessions or listening to this podcast, or listening to this podcast, yeah, they, they won't go away because here's the thing. Ignorance is no longer fucking bliss yeah at whatsoever if you're being ignorant it literally will only get harder that's not a fear thing that's just the straight up fucking facts Mm -hmm. um and then what i would like to share too is normally we we always dependent on where we are in our journey we place ourselves in worst case scenario but what's happening is anybody experiencing say the victim abuser narration like heavily that's not the truth of you. Mm-hmm. But if you're ignorant and you say that you have absolutely nothing and things are fucking all good, you are that thing. Mm-hmm. But you're mm-hmm. choosing to be ignorant because you're telling yourself then you have that bliss. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Skylar? I'm not sure if I understand, but that's okay. Okay. Because well. I find most people tell themselves that they are in a better spot than where they are. Well, so it's, many people it's a divide. Are like, no. It's a divide. So it's very much a divide. And I've yeah. always said this. Numerous times throughout the podcast, you have to know how you operate. Am I someone who constantly puts themselves backwards into a spot thinking that they're far worse? Or am I someone who is like, no, I'm in a very bad position, but I think I'm in a much better position. I have to know that and I have to be like, okay, maybe I'm not like at the very, maybe I'm not the, the bottom of the jar where I like to place myself. And maybe I'm not outside of the jar. Well, maybe I'll, I'm sitting on the jar lid. I'll touch on this briefly and then Alexia wants to speak. Is how do you know? It's how do you treat yourself and how do you treat others? That will tell you the exact indication of where the fuck you are. That's mm-hmm. the truth. Mm-hmm. That is the truth. So it's like, and you got to be honest with yourself. Because you can fucking tell yourself you're frozen or you're going through it or X, Y, and Z. I mean, my God. I treated fucking people horribly in the past. I fucking was egoic gain. I fucking treated Skylar fucking fucking horribly as a partner he might disagree but I know within myself I could have been better and I would have blamed it on my company I would have blamed it on my stress I blamed it on why I couldn't leave my company I blamed it on oh how hard it was to fucking be a designer on Canada fucking post on all of that but how did I treat people because of the excuses that I fucking believed were reality Mm -hmm. 
straight up. Was it Canada's post fault that I fucking, you know, was a fucking shitty fucking partner at times because I was so stressed out? No, it was my own because I was unwilling to look at what was creating the fucking stress and the fucking chaos of my fucking life. Was I a fucking good partner to my partner of 16 years that I cheated on for 16 years and told and sold to myself that I fucking had an open relationship and, you know, finding my fucking self? No, I fucking refuse to look at myself and I refuse to fucking accept that I was a fucking cheater and that I wasn't in love with him. So I stringed him along for 16 fucking years. That's the fucking fact. I was at the bottom of the fucking jar with my legs wide fucking open, cheating on him to other people to fucking make myself feel better about my wounds and myself. And that was the goddamn facts. And that's the goddamn fucking truth. Because how was I treating myself as a fucking piece of shit? And how was I treating him as a piece of shit? And then I told and sold to myself that I fucking was good because I follow my dreams and I'm fucking a boss, babe. And I'm all that. Yeah, on a different floor. I was. I was an inspiration to many. And I fucking had a beautiful fucking life on that floor. But at the fucking me with me, I felt not good enough, piece of shit, and I wasn't in love with somebody that I fucking met at 17. And that's the responsibility piece. Exactly. Because regardless of where you operate, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter the story you tell yourself. It's the responsibility of where you're at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to look at it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted somebody else to clean up my fucking mess. And And it did unfold that way for me specifically. And I'm just the example why I'm sharing. But here's the thing. It's time to go back to the original fucking door with the fucking correct set of keys Mm -hmm. and fucking open it up and walk through and do things differently. Mm -hmm. Like, take that in. And that's this reset energy. Like, what are you constantly fucking doing? And what can you do to make it fucking different? And if you fucking actually own that, you will have the fucking ease that people are so addicted to and think they can fucking put in a bottle and sell and fucking create. You can't. But you've got to take these energy reports when they come out and use them as the weather for your seas of this storm. And navigate and place yourself accordingly. And enough with fucking saying like, well, usually I'm, you know, like Skylar's example is great, but that's also the fucking responsibility at this point in this energy is being like enough with fucking always going to the doom and gloom. Enough with always fucking doubting myself. Enough, enough, enough. And I've been mentoring heavily a few people in DMs for some things that they've been navigating. And I'm like, it's enough of fucking taking it in the fucking ass. It's like we are here here to fucking deal with our wounds and hold the fucking integrity of the light in what world do we let these fucking ais and these fucking bullshit fucking spiritual ego to overtake us Mm -hmm. it's like we speak the truth we fucking we we embody it now and, and that's just, that's the theme of this month mm-hmm. is it's like, where are you truly at? Where can you take responsibility? And the old fucking stories of like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm always going to the doom and gloom or I'm, I'm in doubt or, you know, Coco makes me doubt Expired. myself if she mm-hmm. says something like you just did it mm-hmm. in real time yesterday with your singing. Mm-hmm. And it's, and then I caught, I caught you, I called you out and mm-hmm. I said, that's fucking old. Mm-hmm. That's the responsibility piece. Mm-hmm. It's just straight black and white now. Where are you? What are you doing about it? And any old story that's fucking percolating 
manipulating, take that key, throw it out, and get the real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't need to have those experiences mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You exactly. no longer need to do the drinking, the hanging out with the friends, the going with the families. Those experiences are done. You know where they yeah. go. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. need to have the 17th fucking time of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know where it goes. <laughs> and that's self-sabotage. Yes. Be- because yeah. you don't need the experience. You already know. You've, mm-hmm. you've walked down that road before. It's done. Yeah, it's done. You don't need the experience because you've had it. Yeah. And, and one of the lines that I really just want to kind of maybe end it with, I don't know if we're doing a sass goodbye here, but Rebecca said this to somebody in session, and it's like anything aligned won't be hard. Mm-hmm. Any choice that yeah. you make that is aligned with you will not be hard. It and, won't and be. And here's the thing. Mm. When you're standing in front of those choices, the, the weeks, the months, and the years pull. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm going to use me as an example. You know, when I had to make the choice uh, to end my old life, when I was making those choices, I couldn't live in the minutes. You don't live in the minutes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So when you're, when you're getting outside of that jar and you're mm-hmm. trying to get to the top, the weeks, the months, and the years will pull. And the logic will pull and you're going to say, how the fuck am I going to, you know, live without that money? Or how am I going to live without my partner? Or how is, am I going to pay rent on my own? Or how, 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 how? That is going to fucking pull. But then there's those moments where you can go inside and that voice that's buried so deep under the, the years, the months and the days it's screaming and it knows. Mm -hmm. And when you listen to that voice and you take that one second of fucking courage and you say the thing and you post the post or you do what you need to do to change your fucking life, it all unfolds. It looks like a grenade and it's a pin. Mm -hmm. And there's that boulder. It's that old imagery I used to talk about. There's a boulder in front of you and everything that you want, everything that you are is trying to get to you. You just need to move this boulder. And trust me, when you're fucking standing in front of that boulder, God damn, all you can see is the weeks, the months, the years, and the house. But when you move that boulder, or when you pull that grenade pin, and when you say, I don't love you anymore, I want a divorce, I want a separation, I want to close my company, I fucking been done, you know, I'm, I'm moving out, whatever the case is, you cannot even imagine the explosion in the realms that takes place for everything that you want to start to happen. I'm not going to lie, for the next four, six months to a year, you will experience the unwinding of what was wound up. And I know Skylar and I dealt with that. There was a whole year after where he finally said, I think Coco, we're in our, I think we're in our spring. And he was right because it took a year of fucking unwinding that ball of fucking metal to wind it back up to the correct truth of who we are. And Skylar and I in our own relationship, it's 10 years right now that, that we've been together. And it took 10 fucking years to unwind eons of our shit to get to the truth of who Coco and Skylar are. So you guys are all exactly the same, but you have to hear that little bit of that scream inside of you and listen because that is alignment and that will unfold accordingly. Three years ago, Skylar and I couldn't even eat. Last week, a thousand dollar free Airbnb? Mm-hmm. Sorry? Like, that's fucking movie material to where I was three years ago. 
Living in an Airbnb the way we've been for eight months, movie material. But goddamn, I listened to that voice and you will too. And all of which I'm embodying will come true for you. But you have to pull the fucking grenade. And you have to let the explosion of the new come through. And that is tough. It is. No sugarcoating it when you're standing in the jar because the jar pulls you to the future and it pulls you to the how. But your light will always, 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 always ground you in the now if you listen to it, if you listen to it. So that is this month and that is the reset. And if you don't fucking listen to yourself... I might be the only one fucking alive that's going to tell you the truth and it isn't going to be nice and it isn't going to be fun. And if you need to be me and have your hands <laughs> clinging on the, what's it called? The, the free ledge. for all uh, water slide in Kenosi Lakes, Saskatchewan, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you're shitting your pants and Skylar's there pulling my fingers <laughs> saying, get off, get off. Have at her, have at her, but you don't need to, you don't need to be clinging like that to fucking go down the water slide anymore. Mm -hmm. You just don't. So right off the hop, January is setting the tone for the rest of the year. 